But if you're really going through life, you really got hard problems, you really got, you know, going through something, and your first thing to run to is alcohol, to soothe the pain, to get drunk, to forget everything, that is the problem. Like, you get what I'm saying? That's that's when it becomes a problem. That's when it becomes an idol because you're not putting that above God. You are supposed to run to God and you're supposed to pray to God first. You know what I'm saying? Now, same thing with weed. And I was and I was feeling some type of way about my, my MJ, my Mary Jane, um, because I am a smoker. I've never really, drinking has never really been a thing for me. <clears throat> and I feel like at some point, um, I never really wanted to make uh, smoking like a heavy thing either because there are some people that I know wake up, smoke, can't eat without smoking, can't sleep without smoking, can't this without smoking, smoke, 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 smoke. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I never wanted to be, like, one of those people either, you know what I'm saying? Because then that's also a bad habit, you know what I mean? So I don't really smoke like that for real. Um, now, if I'm collectively around my people and we are smoking, we are um, on a chill day, I have no other plans, I have nothing to do besides dysfunction all day long, I have nothing else to think about, nothing else to worry about, nothing else to do, like, you know what I'm saying, then I will smoke, because I feel like sometimes, um, you can be a smoker, and you got stuff to do, you out, you have 50,000 things you need to do, and now, and this is just for me personally, so I can only speak for myself, I will get lazy, I will get lazy, and those 50 things, zero will get done, you know what I'm saying, that's when it becomes a problem when, you know what I'm saying? All you want to do is sit around, smoke, sleep, and not do nothing with your life. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's where the issue is. Now, you know what I'm saying? This weekend here, you know, I did smoke with my people. We vibed. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I had nothing else to do besides we were sitting down there chilling, conversating, doing this, that, and the third, and that was it. Like, you know what I'm saying? That was like, we had, I had nothing else to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's the only time that I really smoke. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't smoke before I go to work. I don't smoke during the week, more than likely. You know, say if I ever were to, it probably would be towards going to bed. Um, usually, most of the time when I do smoke, it will probably be more than likely be on the weekends when I don't have anything to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? When I have no obligations, no responsibilities, no nothing, you know? Those are the times that I would do that. <laughs> but anyways, um, what I was trying to say was is that even that becomes an idol. Anything that you put above God is an idol. And it's crazy because there was someone talking about how, like, money, um, love, like, these different things, like, because even if you worship your relationship over God, that is an idol. Like, and, and they were like, well, how do you know the balance of the two? Life is a balance. Life is about balance. You know what I'm saying? You cannot put anything to, you can't do anything too much, and you can't do something too less. You know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't, your whole motive of life cannot be money. Because at the end of the day, when, like, when they tell you when, when you come into this world, you come in by yourself. When you leave this world, you leave by yourself. Nobody comes with your mama, your daddy, your cousin, aunties, brothers, cousins, nobody, your relationship, nothing. You know what I'm saying? So you always need to put God first. Okay? You need to put God first. When you become in a relationship, then, you know, of course, your husband and or your wife, you know what I'm saying? You always you need to put yourself second. You know what I'm saying? And then, of course, you know, you got your husband, your wife, and then you got your children. You know what I mean? And then, of course, you know, your family um, is how it goes. But you cannot do anything without God. I don't care what it is that you do. Um, and, and like I was, like what I was trying to get on when I went on this rant was that last year I did, I did things. I slept around, um, you know what I'm saying, with different people. And I think I was trying to do that not in a malice way. 
Um, not in a way to like maliciously go out and like hurt people and get off on that. I slept around with people because I was searching for love. I was searching for love with men. I wanted to feel that feeling of laying in the bed with someone and feeling wanted. I wanted to feel that feeling of cuddling up with someone. I wanted to feel that feeling at that time. And when it went away, it went away. And in the daytime, I was so busy that I didn't really notice that that feeling wasn't there. But it was at nighttime when I felt that feeling. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like God, this year here, I feel like God really pulls on me. Like, this year here, God really tugged on me. Do you understand what I'm saying? God really pulled on me this year because, and I already knew it was coming. I felt it was coming. Um, last year, um, I was I was in a friendship, and don't get me wrong, I take all my friendships very serious. Um, I take every single one of them. I take any, any relationship with a person serious, you know what I'm saying, because um, I you're supposed to do people as you're supposed to be done. And, and my good people out there, my people who don't intentionally hurt people, my givers, my lovers, my carers, you know what I'm saying? Um, don't stop loving. Don't stop giving and don't stop caring. Keep being who you are. But one thing, like I was talking to my cousin about, that we have got to get better on doing is creating boundaries. And I always thought I had to love someone up close in order to love them, but you can love someone from afar. You know what I'm saying? God, us who are out here sinning, doing things that we're not supposed to do, God loves us. He still loves us. If you just come back and say, God, I'm sorry, and change your life, he's going to still love you. You know what I'm saying? But what he's not going to love is someone who keeps telling him he's sorry and then keeps doing the same things again. He, like, well, I'm not, let me not say he's not going to love it. Let me not say that. That's not what I meant to say. Um, he's going to love it. He's still going to love you. But what I meant to say was is that he's not going to be right up there with you guiding you through he's gonna love you from a distance and when you were ready to repent when you were ready to say sorry when you were ready to come back on the other side god is welcoming you open with open arms but he's not gonna keep sitting there you know watching you do stuff that you know you're not supposed to do and support what you're doing he will love you he will care for you you know what i'm saying but he's not gonna it's just like it's just like for instance a mom right say her mom say your mom's child right a mom's child is out on drugs, right? Wanting to create damage its own, damage its own, its own life. You know what I'm saying? The mom's in a good place. The second that you love your child, you love your child unconditional. You know what I'm saying? But loving your, just because you love your child doesn't mean you got to deal with what your child decides they want to go through. You know what I'm saying? You can love your child from a distance. You can really put your child out there on your child's behind and let your child do its thing and suffer. You know what I'm saying? And, and and at the end of the day, pray. Pray over your child. Love over your child. Hope nothing goes wrong with your child. And if your child ever wants to come back and your child has changed ways, your door is, is and always will be open. You get what I'm saying? That's the same thing that it is with God. And I feel like a lot of us feel like we get so far down a tunnel of doing wrong that, like, oh, God's not going to want to take me back. That's not true. That's not true. He does want to take you back. You know what I'm saying? But shoot you know what i'm saying you want to mess up your life that's on you the grass green over here you know what i'm saying and that's some real stuff you know what i mean so i had to learn that i have to love someone from afar i can't love them up close if they're not willing to want to change for themselves and last year i had a friend that i loved you know what i'm saying she called me 24 7 about all her problems but i felt like 
I never had anyone to turn to about my problems. I feel like we were always talking about their problems, 24-7, around the clock, all the time. And even if I did talk about my problems, some kind of way it's still related and led back to their problems. Now that I have an understanding of people, I can understand that maybe she wasn't really trying to always talk about herself. Maybe that's the way that she related to me was by talking about her situations. Um, but I felt like whenever I brought up or mentioned things about how she did things, you know what I'm saying, it was always an excuse or a reason for it or a pushback on me. Um, and we had a couple, like, you know, small speckle falling outs and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong, I definitely wish her the best of luck. You know what I'm saying? And if, if, like I said, if one was to get themselves together, you know what I'm saying, definitely, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to see someone on the side of the road and not want to help. That's not me. You know what I'm saying? But um, anyways, I don't want to really go into too much details about that per se. But what I'm trying to say is before we went on, we went to um, uh, a planned situation that we went to. Um, I knew that we weren't going to be friends when we got back. And I kept saying that to myself um, because I felt it and I knew it. And I think I was keeping the situation cordial because we had already planned something and it was a, it was a major thing and it was something that I wanted to go to. Um, and I definitely could have handled the situation better when I was there. Um, I feel like at the time, I didn't really know how to control my emotions, and I also had to realize that there was other people that were there uh, for that same particular reason, and I didn't want, I should have ruined, or tried to ruin the vibes that were there. I should have handled that once we got back, and that's something that one of, uh, you know, one of my close people that I'm to, they were like, you know, when you got a situation going on, you know, in a relationship, whether it be a friendship, whether it be a platonic relationship, whatever kind of relationship, um, always make sure you hold that situation down out in public. And then when you guys get together behind closed doors, then you, you handle that situation. And that's really how I should have handled it. Um, but you know, at the time I wore my emotions on my sleeve and I couldn't control my emotions. And, you know, so it came out during the, the outing, you know, so, which, you know, wasn't the right way to do. So for the other people that were there, and if they are listening to this, that is on me and, you know, I, definitely apologize for that because it could have definitely been handled a different way but anyways um I knew for a fact that we weren't gonna be friends when we got back like I, I just knew it and it's crazy because little things happened that I would pick up on that I was just like no like it's not what a friendship is it's not how things should be and I don't and I don't necessarily blame the person I feel like God was trying to get me by myself I was in so, like, you know how people who are in relationships, in relationships, in relationships, in relationships, in relationships, constantly in relationships? Me, I was constantly in friendships. I had a friend as much as I had draws. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I think God was trying to get me by myself. He didn't want me dating anybody because I, I couldn't hold a relationship. Uh, never really had a relationship for real, for real. And the relationships that I feel like I did have, they they broke up. You know what I'm saying? Also, I'm like, crazy stuff like you know what I'm saying so um I was like all right um and I and I told myself I said after this friendship here after these friendships I'm not I won't get involved in no more friendships I'm just gonna chill I'm just gonna be by myself I'm not gonna get none of that you know what I mean so that situation happened when we got back we weren't friends that was done um I didn't hang out with anybody I didn't go out anymore I had already made a plan that next year because this is 2021, 
and um, the end of 2021. And I have said that next year I'm not going out clubbing. I'm not going on boats. I'm not doing any of that. I'm going to stack my paper. I'm going to get focused. I'm going to move out on my own. You know, and all these different things. And I feel like with all these different distractions, constantly going out to brunch, constantly, like, moving, like, in general, constantly going to restaurants, constantly doing this, constantly doing that. Like, I wasn't, my, I wasn't still to let my mind think. I wasn't still for God to get to me. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I am such an anointed person because God has always covered me. God has always watched out for me um, 24-7 all the time. You know what I'm saying? So that situation happened. And then in November, uh, or is it December? December 5th? December 5th. Um, another situation happened to where, and like I said, I told you guys this before, I wound up getting um, arrested for battery. For battery that I did not commit or commit, yeah, sorry, <laughs> for battery that I didn't do, um, it, I never hit anybody, I never touched anyone, I'm not a physical, violent person, um, have I gotten into fights when I was younger, yes, it was out of self-defense, um, really and truly, this would have been a self-defense situation as well, um, but I never hit anyone ever, like, you know what I'm saying, so um, that situation happened, and I finally stopped running, I finally stopped running. I finally was like, God, you know, what is it? I hear you. What is it that you need? What is it that you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? And, you know, and, I, and anyone who perhaps, you know what I'm saying, is like, you know, oh, you know, such and such was doing this and now they've changed. And, I, you know, I'm not speaking about me in particular. I'm talking about anybody who did stuff before and now they're a, a completely different person. You don't know what God is willing to do to bring you to him. And when I tell you God broke me down, when I, like, to me, everybody has a different situation. To some people, they go to jail, and that's not scary to them. That don't mean nothing to them. They're like, you know, I'm still going to keep living my life, whatever, whatever. For me, it was jail. <laughs> For me, that was my lowest breaking point. He had to take me down no lower. He didn't have to take me down any lower to get my attention because I feel like he's taken he's I feel like he's taken money from me before and you know what I'm saying that was a low point for me as well you know what I'm saying but I'm like you know I was like you know well then I'll, I'll figure that out you know what I'm saying and I feel like I always have my parents so that wasn't really something that broke me down you know what I'm saying um I so jail listen that that situation there I was like listen here Listen here, and like I try to tell people, I am not perfect. My first couple of podcasts, I was cussing. Now this podcast here, we 18 minutes and 47 seconds in, and I have not said a cuss word. All right, thank you, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Um, so what I will say is that you don't know what God is willing to put someone through to break them down, to bring him closer. And like I said, not everybody's a chosen one. Not everybody is a chosen one. And, and, and with chosen one, there's not just one. There's chosen. You know what I'm saying? But not everyone is a chosen one of God. You know what I'm saying? And and I look at other people and be like, now how the heck can they go run that red light and not get pulled over? But if I go run a red light, there's a cop somewhere and they're going to get me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because they are not a chosen one. Uh, <laughs> they are not a chosen one. And that's what it is. Like, you have a higher, God has a higher hope for you. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? And you're not going to be out here just acting and doing any kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, he's going to give you enough rope to hang yourself, <laughs> for sure. But he ain't going to let you get too far. He's going to bring you back in. You know what I'm saying? And that situation there, that jail situation, that was enough for me. He, he, I promise you, God don't got to break me down no lower for me to wake up and see stuff. Like, I saw it right then and there. And I, and I like, listen, I'm locked in on you. <laughs> I, jail's not for me. I'm not a person for jail. I would never want to go to jail. I never want to do anything to get myself involved for jail. I want to stay as far away from the cops. I don't want to, listen, I don't, none of that. None of that. No. And I was in a holding cell. I didn't even go to jail, jail. I was in a holding cell. I was in a, a baby situation that was enough for me. Looking at the toilet, looking at that space, looking at the walls, being in there, locked, confined, you know what I'm saying, not having a bed. Like, when I tell you it made me grateful, it made me really determine what things that I really need. Like, do I really need a designer handbag? No, I can take my behind to TJ Maxx and I can get myself a $14 little bag if I need one. You know what I'm saying? Or just carry a wallet. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it really, like, broke me down as for what I need. Like, I can wear the same old sandals until those things tear up. I do not care what anybody else got to say. Oh, she got some dirty old sandals. But at least I got shoes on my feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do not care anymore about what anybody thinks. I don't I don't care about the, the typical beauty standards. I don't care about keeping makeup on my face. I don't care. There's not things that I care about. Because when you are inside four walls with nothing but you, yourself, your thoughts, your brain, your process, and God, that's all you got. You know what I'm saying? You have some people that when they get in jail, you know what I'm saying, uh, they'll turn to God and they get out back in this world and they still keep doing the same stuff. You know what I'm saying? Listen, as soon as I got out, <laughs> listen here, I, that's who I turn to and that's who I've been following and I don't care what anybody says. Call me Bible Thumper. Call me Jesus Lover. Call me whatever you want to call me. Honey, I don't care. Because everything I do, I'm going to put him first, okay, through Jesus. I'm going to do it because I'm tired of running. I'm tired of running. I'm tired of doing stuff myself, tired of choosing stuff. And as soon as I got by myself, I went abstinent, um, not for long, but I was abstinent for, I had started already, so I want to say about November, um, so for those two months of clarity, um, and then January rolled around, probably about the second week of January, I met my partner that I'm with now. We've been together next this month. Oh, my gosh. We're officially eight months. Um, we've been together eight months, and I'm happy as I've ever been. Um, I know this is my husband. Um, I know that this is – it's crazy because you ever see those relationships – where the people look like each other and they morph into one each other. And you're like, yeah, y'all look like brothers and sisters. That's your person. Um, it's crazy. Me and him looked at pictures the other day side by side. And we do definitely look like brother and sister. <laughs> um, but it's just crazy, y'all. Like, it's crazy. Like, stop running. Stop running. You tired? You have a job? You get fired from the job. You tired of having friends. You tired of having relationships. You lose those relationships. You tired of just doing stuff your way or the highway. Stop running. Stop running. Stop looking back in the past. Get over that hurt. And I was one of those people where I kept bringing up the hurt with my mom and, you know, my stepdad. And like I said, I'll get into that story one of these days later. 
but I kept bringing up my past, stuff that people have done to me. I was this angry, brittle little critter. I'm tired of doing it for people. Forget humans. I can't stand people. I'm not helping people. Ah, you know what I'm saying? It made me into this angry, bitter person. And, you know, we got this thing that goes around nowadays. Oh, I'm going to keep the same energy. You come to me, Rue. I'm going to come to you, Rue, back. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not coming to you rude if you come to me rude. You come to me with hatred, I'm coming to you with love. Because one thing about it, love conquers all, okay? Love conquers all. I'm, I'm just to love on you. You call me whatever words you want to call me. I love you, my sister, and I'm going to pray for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm still in the process, so, you know, I'm not perfect. And God does not want us to be perfect. So please, like, get that out your head. <laughs> he already knows we're not perfect. He knows we live in a perfect world. Hello, newsflash, he made that happen. We were perfect at a time, and he made us unperfect because we didn't follow his rules, so that was our punishment. With with action comes consequences, you know what I'm saying? Um, either good consequences or bad consequences, but there's consequences, you know what I'm saying? And um, he already knows, you know what I'm saying? He already knows that we're not going to be perfect, but it's about the fact of letting him know you're not going to be perfect. Now, there are some things that you can control, you can control, you know, going off on somebody, but he knows your intent of stuff. He knows the things that you're going to do before you do it. You know what I'm saying? And like I said right now, I'm in the process of, I'm starting out small. Road rage. Cars cut me off. This, that, and the third. That is my small thing. That right there will tick me off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, therefore, um, you know, I really try to handle the small thing. But, um... Anyways, y'all, listen, let go and let God, okay? Let your past go. Let things go. Don't hold on to things. Don't let things eat at you. Don't let things get to you. Don't let people get into your head. Don't let people let you lash out. Don't, you know, create your boundaries. You know what I'm saying? There are a lot of, I love a lot of people. I love everybody. I want to be there for everybody. But one thing that I try to let people know, I am not God. I am not God. I am not a healer. I cannot be there for everybody. I cannot help everybody. And once I finally realized, and once I finally got that in my head, that I cannot be there for everybody. I cannot help everybody. I cannot save everybody. I do not have a cape. I, you know what I'm saying? I can't. I cannot. Now, I can pour into those who are pouring into me, and that is not a selfish thing. Please do not find that to be selfish. Selfish is somebody helping you out, doing nice things for you, and you are, you know, not you know what I'm saying, doing those nice things back for them. But I feel like their life is a balance, like I said. And I feel like people who are people who are selfish help balance out those people who aren't selfish to learn boundaries. And people who aren't selfish balance that out to people who are selfish to teach them love. You know what I'm saying? So we need an equal balance. And I don't I don't feel no way to anybody that ever did anything wrong did anything to me because at the end of the day it was my own fault. It was my own fault that I went to the store and bought stuff to decorate somebody's bathroom who didn't ask for it. That was on me. You know what I'm saying? I can't get mad at nobody. I can't get mad at nobody but myself. Like, I try to tell, I was talking to my cousin about it, you point one finger you, that direction to somebody else, three are pointing back to you. Take care of yourself. Work on you first. That's what you can control. I can't control and tell freaking Cindy to stop stealing. You know, I can let her know that stealing ain't right and she probably shouldn't steal. But if she wants to keep going to go steal, I cannot control her. 
Like, she controls herself. You get what I'm saying? And like that thing, you can lead a horse to the water, but you cannot make them drink. I can lead myself to the water, and I can make myself drink. You know what I'm saying? So nowadays, I teach myself the wisdom. I give myself the wisdom. I, You know what I'm saying? If I have collected people around me who speak a word, and we're going to get together, and we speak word together, and we feed off each other, and we learn, you know what I'm saying? But I cannot speak word to someone whose perception is going out, partying, twerking, drinking, all kinds of stuff. They're like, ooh, I don't want to hear that stuff. I don't want to hear about God. Like, God, yeah, you know what I mean? And that's just what it is, y'all. You know what I'm saying? So once I finally got that concept through my head, and it took me being by myself, it took me really, I feel like a lot of people are always constantly moving because they don't want to be by themselves with their thoughts in their head. And that is the best way to be. And, you know, once I get on the next level that I'm trying to get on with the grace of God, I am definitely taking more time to practice peace and meditation and being by myself and getting with God and being one with nature and just relaxing, just a peaceful situation. And that's coming soon, you know, getting more in tune with the word and everybody has their own journeys. Do not get me wrong. My, I don't listen to secular music anymore. And don't get me wrong, that was a hard thing to do. I love music. I love music. But celebrities, I don't want them to be an idol. I don't want them to be something that I look up to because they got their own problems. They got their own issues going on. That's too much pressure to even, A, give a person. You know what I'm saying? So they're not someone that I really, I don't, and I feel like, that's a deeper conversation. I feel like someone who has went, more money, more problems. I'm going to leave that there. I'm a more money, more problems, and that's just how I feel about that. Okay? That. Uh, but anyways, I don't listen to secular music. My boyfriend still does listen to secular music. You know what I'm saying? And that doesn't make him not along his journey. He's along his journey further to where he can control his emotions. I cannot. You know what I'm saying? So we have different things that we have to tap into. And I, when he's in the car with me, we listen to secular music. You know what I'm saying? We listen to happy music. We listen to positive music. When we're here in his car, we listen to, uh, I feel like it's because he listens to the radio, you know, stuff like that. But uh, I'm going to tell him to download Spotify because it's free. And, you know what I'm saying, maybe eventually he'll start spurring over into different kinds of music, you know what I'm saying, I'll rub off of him. All I can do is be the energy that I want someone else to be. I cannot change him to listen to secular music, just like he can't change me to calm down and not to react so quick, you know what I'm saying? All he can do is be that example for me, and eventually he will rub off on me and I will rub off on him, you get what I'm saying? Um, and cause I, so what that being said, that's because he's willing to do the work. You know what I'm saying? But with you can't be around someone and rub off on them and five years later they're obviously they're not gonna get it. You know what I'm saying? So just you just really gotta play that by ear. You gotta nowadays I'm learning to sit back and be quiet and observe more. Really get to know people, see how they are, before I just jump in and be like, Oh my god, you're my best friend, I love you, like that and the third. No. People sometimes not intentionally, you know what I'm saying, they let the evil spirits get the best of them and they have evil vibes, evil spirits and you know what I'm saying, and they can put on a facade. You know what I'm saying? Um, the devil is very um, a chameleoner. Like, you know, so he can morph into different things. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes I got to sit back, watch you, let me see. You know, like I said, I had a friend before who used to, um, you know, when people got, had things going on, celebratory moments, she would be like, oh, I don't understand how they got those things. And that's just a weird vibes to me. Like, I'm going to celebrate somebody. If somebody just bought a freaking 2022 brand new car, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, how did they buy a car? And I'm still driving my 1940. Like, I don't care. God bless me with a car. I can get it from point A to point B. So I'm blessed more than other people. My sister, that is your blessing. That's your calling that God gave you. I am so blessed that you were able to have that. You know what I'm saying? And one of these days, maybe God will bless me with that, or maybe that's not my blessing. God will bless me with something else. You know what I'm saying? So 
I will never look at someone else and be like, oh my gosh, why do you have that and I don't have that? That is some sick type of behavior. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, uh, let me get off my soapbox. I love you guys. I pray that everybody opens up their eyes. I pray that everybody um, come together as a community. I pray that God's chosen ones stop running. I pray that they let go and let God. I pray that they leave that hurt behind because that hurt ain't going to get you nowhere. All you can do is live for today. You can plan for the future, but you you got to plan for that future with God. Plan You can plan your future. I can plan tomorrow. I plan on going to the plant place. You know what I'm saying? But with that plan, I got to also understand that I may not be able to go to that plant place because that may not be God's plan for me. You feel what I'm saying? I pray that we all um, have greatness in us. I pray that we all are grateful for the things that we do have now and not always worrying about the things to get more. I pray that we stop having a love for money, but we have the love that God gave us for those resources and use them for what we're supposed to use them for. In Jesus' name, amen. I love y'all, brothers and sisters, and y'all continue to be great out there. All right, take care.